Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cestrino back with our Survivor Exit interview. Today we're going to be talking with a person everybody wants to hear from today after it was a huge shock at Tribal Council when they did not play their idol. It's Bruce Peralt and we'll hear from him. Uh, first ever uh, returnee interview, exit interview of the new era. We'll hear what Bruce has to say about all this. Of course, you can watch it on our YouTube channel as well at robisawebsite.com slash YouTube. Then Jordan Kalish will stop by for this week in Survivor history. As for the rest of the coverage here for this week, last night on the post-game show, had a great time talking with Zach Wurtenberger. Really fun podcast. Lots of laughs there talking about everything from a very fun episode of Survivor this week. And then Stephen will be in here for our Survivor Know-It-Alls Thursday edition coming up later on today, 2 p.m. Eastern. I will also have Bryce Isaiah, the baby boy, will join me for the feedback show on Monday. So if you want to get a jump on all of the Survivor feedback questions, you can do so when you go to SurvivorPods.com. Leave us your feedback there for Bryce. And I see that we have uh, Bruce on the line. Let's go ahead and bring in Bruce. Bruce. Bruh. What happened? (laughs) Oh, man. They got me. They got me. Damn it. They got me. They got you. Okay. All right. Bruce. Talk to me about the idol, because I felt like uh, from the episode, we didn't quite get your motivation in terms of why you were not going to play that idol at the tribal council, because it was a huge shock to all of us. You know, it's uh, there. There's so much, as you know, that goes on throughout the course of the, of the day when we're we're all scrambling, trying to find our, our footing. And there were great conversations that were had prior to, um, which I thought. And then another conversation with Emily took place. And that conversation with Emily had more had more weight than other people because throughout the course of time that Emily and I were together, we literally sat there and we talked about what was going on. And I gave her all the information that I knew and she didn't see with me. And I, there were times that I kind of double-checked it and it, it worked out, um, you know, that, that this was happening in the game and... I was not being lied to by Emily. And I look back at it and I really wasn't lied to by Emily. Emily just said to me, she said, you know, 
Julie's not working with it. I'm like, oh. so being hungry, um, not having your wits about you, I've thought to myself, well, then that means Julie, Julie wants me out. Not necessarily was the case. The case was that Julie wasn't working with me. She was working with the other three Rebus of the Reba four. So, I mean, how close were you to playing the idol at the tribal council? Or did you go in automatically like, I am not playing this idol tonight, no matter what? No, I was very close. I, I anticipated going in. I was 99% sure that I was going to use the, the idol. Um, but being just going back to the conversations that I had and who was supposed to be with us in conversation with Jake, um, Jake was going to talk to Katara, like there, and, uh, Emily was going to talk to Katara. Like we had our four in my mind to be able to do that. Even when Drew was talking and Drew was having his, his conversation and, and mesmerizing everybody. Um, <laughs> I literally was like, Oh shoot, maybe I should play. Uh, everybody, the conversation is good. And then I did the one key mistake, Rob chicken before the egg. What is it? How does it go? I don't know. Whatever. Cop a for the horse. That's it. I went to cop a the horse, and I sat there. And I thought to myself, "Well, if I keep my idol, I make it to set to seven. I don't get voted out. Then I go to six. That's the mistake that I made. Yeah, right there. And never at any point in time did I think that far ahead. So, Bruce, that from your perspective, what did you think was going to happen at the tribal council? How did you think the votes were going to go at this final eight? Um. I was just my finger math that I did with with Jake. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be me, Jake, Tor, Emily. We're gonna throw our votes on Julie. And then I was gonna get the three stray votes. Um, and then I play I wouldn't have to play my idol. Yeah. So that's that's those are the numbers that were in my head. The other side of the coin was it was either, you know, we were gonna do that way or the other three were gonna vote for for Jake and Julie would have voted for me and it wouldn't have mattered. You know, I didn't see it. I didn't see that it would have at any point in time that I would have gone home because of the conversation that I had, you know, and I felt confident in regards to that conversation, just as confident as I felt with the seafood vote out that I didn't play my idol, you know. OK, um, so, Bruce, that I'm sure this must have been difficult for you to watch the show back and then get the confessionals from some of the other players who had issues with interacting with you out there on the island. What was that like for you to watch uh, these other players uh, feel like that they weren't loving what you were giving them on the island? Um, you know, it was, it was the first two weeks, you know, you're getting all this is all Katara. And then it goes, you know, it's like, ha, 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 funny, funny, funny. And all of a sudden now it's like week three, week four, week five, week six. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is annoying as hell. Like, this is just, this sucks. Um, and then you start hearing, like, your allies that you work with, Bruce is annoying. And, you know, we got, then Kendra starts. And, you know, then you got just everybody starts piling in. And now it's like everybody. I'm like, wait a minute. This is, this is like, oddly reminiscent of what I've already heard. But now I'm actually seeing it. So it made it extremely tough to watch it back. You know, as much as I put the smiling face on inside, I'm like, damn it, guys, like, come on. Like, I was Kelly every week inside. What the hell, guys? Like, I just wanted, I wanted people to, you know, I wasn't doing anything outside of my normal everyday life. Like, I was actually told by one of the contestants, like, you know, if you just kind of tamping it down a little bit, like, what am I going to do? Like, and all of a sudden, it's all going to come out, and I'm going to be who I am, and you people are going to go nuts anyway. So, might as well give you who I am. And all of my friends back home are like, why are they complaining and bitching about you? Like, this is who you are. I'm like, I know. 
it just didn't it didn't make sense. Is there anything that you could take away from this experience that you would change for your third time, Bruce? Oh, are we hinting to something, sir? <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that I would change is if I'm in the scenario, if it's, if it's the same group of people I go back out, there's a different demographic, okay? A younger demographic that's not used to me. Katora is 12 years younger than me. It doesn't seem like a lot. But then you start going further and further to like, I believe it was only like 19 years someone's younger than me. So mm-hmm. now... If my math is right. Yeah. So now what we're taking a look at is we have so many people that, that when they look at me, they see their dad. Yeah. When I'm asking them to get something, like he's old. He's my dad. Like, shut up, old man. But they don't say it to my face. They're like, oh, okay. Then they go with the, you know, the group of young people and like, ah, Bruce sucks. He's so annoying. Like, yes, like that's that's kind of how that all worked out. So if there's anything that I could change, it would be that. I would want to change just the way that I interact with that, that like the younger group of people that can be turned off from the way that I'm speaking, but then also reflect on something that irritated them in their life, which nobody really knows until they tell you. But that's kind of what I'm getting from from this. Now, that's what I change. Yeah, I get the sense, Bruce, that you, when you were out there on the island, you did not know how strongly that Qatar seemed to feel about you. Uh, so that uh, in, in, from your perspective, what was that relationship like for you? From my perspective, it was it was a, you know, kind of one of those arm's length relationships, you know, we're just close enough to be able to have a conversation at the beach, congratulate each other when we're doing something like even think about like that last the last immunity challenge we're doing. Like I'm literally sitting there and I'm saying to Katoro, you got this. Like, it's OK. Like, you know, I this my thought process towards her is, is I want to see her succeed. Like, I'd love to see her hold on and could in battle of fear. Like when she jumped in that water, she swam back like, my God, like that was awesome. You know, we got back to the beach and I gave her a hug. I'm like, oh, congratulations. That was so cool. Good for you. You know, so. But that's my perspective. And then her perspective was not. And I can say it. It, it, it wasn't just her shit on me. It was like there was so much going on with her game and things that she was trying to do. But the edit said, said one thing and we kind of got to live or die by the edit when it comes to the, you know, the pundits that are out there saying that, you know, oh, it's just Katora trashing on Bruce again. This and there's just so much more. There is a lot more. Can you expand on that? What what more is there? You know, she she was on, you know, she knew where the votes were going. Yeah. She knew where the votes were going. So conversations were being had with her. It wasn't like she was just sitting aside and not doing anything. The only thing that that she wasn't a part of was when I got the idol. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I had because there's the ups and downs in regards to this game, there's the highs and the lows, whether it be emotionally, physically, whatever have you. And my emotional towards her at that point in time was at a low. So I was like, okay, so let's not tell Katora in regards to this idol. Well, everybody went along with it, you know? So, but when she found out, she needed to make her decision. She needed to jump. Like there, she had no trust, no love over at mm-hmm. Bello because Bella was just an absolute, you know, for lack of better words, a shit show. And we were just eating each other from the inside out. Like it is, that is what it is. Um, but she she was on the right side of the votes. Um, you know, she had great conversations. You know, you hear her at tribal councils, and she's very, you know the way she spoke very elegant. You know, and she was able to do the things to kind of keep her off of people's radar. Maybe a little bit too much so mm-hmm. um, to this point. But you know, you never know. We'll just see what happens. Bruce, ironically, was finding the idol the turning point in your game, or do you feel like that there was a different point where things went south for you? Yeah. <laughs> um. Things went south for me once 
I sat there and I started figuring out the road to the final four. That's when it went south. Um, I lost a little bit of perspective because now I'm, so I'm chasing something. Prior to that, I wasn't chasing a thing. Prior to that, I was just having a good time. Prior to that, I was just living day by day. Prior to that, every single time that I spoke about it, it was about the game. It wasn't about mm-hmm. emotions, feelings, any of that stuff. It was the game. So had I kept my mind in regards to the game, it would have been a different story. But that's when I started losing it. And that was in this last episode when you figured out that path to the Final Four? Um, it was... Yeah, it was a previous episode when um, I had found out that Kelly was, you know, she was upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I had my moment, right. that, I took it from a game moment to now it's a it's a personal moment. So now I, I intertwine the two while playing the game. Sucked. I did it at night when I was mm-hmm. talking to my family to the stars and and having those moments with you know having a conversation with them. But when it was actually when it was game time when we're in the game talking to people, I meshed the two together, and then pieces of it stayed, and I just was not able to you know stay game focused. Okay. Bruce, uh, guys night, was that an accurate depiction? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll tell you this, though. That that fart, that, that was over-exaggerated, man. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. That was like, slow it down and chop it. That was old school, down south hip-hop. Very like, fun. It was just dragged out. All right. Talk about the auction, Bruce. Okay, so in yeah. the auction, we see you, and it's like, everything, Bruce, what the, what the hell, Bruce? Uh, what are you doing? Could you tell us about what you were thinking about the auction? Are you ready? You ready? Ready. This is what I was thinking. The last time I did something in regards to a reward challenge, I needed a freaking helmet. Yes. All right? I did not go into reward challenges with like, I, I went hard, but I didn't go hard. Like I just, if it was a, a reward challenge, it was tied into an immunity. You got 110,000%. Before every challenge, I said, Bruce, you 46, Bruce, you 46, Bruce, you 46. And then boom, used a little more mind, but I went into it. The reward challenges to me, I had a mental block about them because I definitely brought 44 into this game. Like, and I thought to myself, like those, if I don't win a reward, I'm okay with it. I'm quite okay. Like with Emily, when she won, Jesus, like she was inside of the the final square. I was right outside of the final square. I stopped. I stopped and I was just looking and I watched her put it in and I let go and gave the first one to give her a hug. So I, the reward challenges, take it forward, what you may. And I know people are going to be like, it's bullshit. People love rewards. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Well, Bruce, I know you got to run, but this was very fun to have you back on the show this season. And so, look, uh, people are going to say what they're going to say, Bruce, but it was a really wild ride. Uh, wish you uh, nothing but the best and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Bruce? I hope to talk to you real soon. All right. Take care, buddy. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it, Bruce. I uh, do apologize about Bruce's audio getting a little weird there in the beginning uh, when he was talking about the idol. Uh, Very little control over what uh, I'm hearing from the Survivor contestants when we're doing these interviews. I'm glad it did improve. Uh, I was hearing that in the real time as we were uh, going through it. But, you know, Bruce, a very fun character to have in the season. I thought that he really did, you know, uh, bring a different perspective than a lot of the other players. And I think that when you're building a cast from Survivor going back to the very first season of the show, I think that you want to bring in people with very different 
different perspectives on life and how to play the game. And I think that Bruce absolutely provided that and uh, created a lot of of the drama in the season so far with uh, how he was approaching the game and uh, really very happy for Bruce that he got to have this second experience out there on the show. All right, we are going to take a break. When we come back, Jordan Kalish will be here to talk about this week in Survivor History coming up right after this. This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. All right, we're back here. Jordan Kalish, this week in Survivor History. Yo, how's how's it going, Rob? It's it's uh, been such a short time since the last time we spoke. We had a we had a nice chat on Monday. Uh, some, we're here on a trivia. short week. Yeah, we're just uh, I know we. commiserating about uh, the Jets for here for a minute here with Jordo. But all right, so what, Jordan? What was your reaction to Bruce? I, what was I, what was the bigger debacle? The, uh, Bruce not playing his idol or the fail Mary from Friday? I think that Bruce not playing his idol was maybe the bigger debacle because the, the Jets season was over anyway. I don't think that Bruce's <laughs> game was over. If he played his idol, he who, who knows what happens if he makes it to the final seven. So I think that was, and I, I, I love Bruce. I disagree. Actually, I disagree. 50 years from now, we'll be talking about the fail Mary. 50 years from now doing twist, we'll probably be talking about, <laughs> about Bruce not playing the yeah. idol. And I love Bruce. I, I've been a Bruce stand the whole season. I, I know there's been some diff- different reaction to him on, on social media and the fan base. I love Bruce. Put him on, put him on 40 on 47. That's what I say. Look, if you're complaining about Bruce, I look, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but like, this is Survivor. What do you what do you want from the show? That like that you you're not supposed to stand every single person. There's supposed to be people like uh, Bruce came out and uh, like he he played hard. He was like uh, you know cut from a different cloth than a lot of the other players, and there was friction. Yeah, he's a good. He's like ultimately. He's he might be a survivor villain. I don't even know if villain's the right word, but he he's he's might might be someone who goes goes down as as making obviously a big mistake on his way out, and he he didn't get along with a, with a bunch of people that he was playing the game with. Ultimately, I think he's a very good guy. I think I think that he's someone who we see why he was cast on the show, and we see why Survivor wanted to bring him back. Yeah, he got on people's nerves. He got under people's skin. That's what we want. Not mine. I, I, not mine. I, I want to see more Bruce. If anything, put put, put him put Bruce 47, 49, all, all of the fall season. Just put Bruce on. Yeah, let him come back. All right. With Katora. With Katora. Bruce Katora <laughs> on, on every season of Survivor. <laughs> all right. So, Jordan, let's talk about, uh, instead of what happened last night, let's talk about some history from the further past. All right. So we we saw some uh, some fun challenges last night in Survivor. We saw Emily, of course, uh, win the reward challenge and she got to take her friends to mm-hmm. to the uh, the sanctuary where good things happen. Yeah, uh, we, we saw Austin, of course. Uh, win Can I ask a question? Great- why is, yeah. as Jeff puts it, the biggest reward of the season? Why is it at the final eight? Does that make any sense? No, no, it doesn't at all. It, it used to be. I mean, OK, so the a lot of times you have like, the season final eight. Why? 
I, I don't, I don't know about, well, according, according to Jeff, this is how we've always done things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I, I don't really get it. I think it's a little bit early in the game, but a lot of, a lot of these challenges that like, you know, the car challenge was sometimes kind of like final five, six, seven in that range. It's not that much different. Uh, you had the, the, the family visit used to be but around that the point. rewards get bigger every time. I, like, I, what is I agree. <laughs> it, it would be like, okay. When they, when they went to like the great wall of China, it would have been like having that at the, at the final 12, it'd be like Dave, cruiser going to going to the great wall of china <laughs> <laughs> uh it would be just like that you're right yeah <laughs> but it's just i think that this is like when they used to do the family visit at eight and i don't mm. know the, the family visit got turned into that this is now the letter visit which is the biggest reward of overnight at the sanctuary i don't know it's for whatever reason a final yeah. eight the biggest reward of the season I think raise raise the stakes and literally give give us some stakes like put some stakes mm -hmm. uh, you know at the fi final four it should be stakes videos and you get to you get to go somewhere better than the sanctuary maybe you get to go to actually in an airplane or something like they used to do send the, well, why why are we still only sending them to the sanctuary like we could send them wherever we want in Fiji reward sure budget has been slashed all right anyway so Jordan okay. Go back to wherever we're going with this quiz. So the reason I started by talking about the challenge winners from, from last night, we're going to be going into a bunch of challenges that happened this week in Survivor history. Uh, it is very hard to remember who won specific individual immunity challenges and reward challenge, but I picked the ones that I think were maybe a little bit more iconic. So I think that you're going to get a bunch of these right. I have eight challenges from Survivor history. I am going to ask you who won the challenge. I'm going to give you some descriptions in the question. So I think it's going to help All you right. out. I think, you're, I think you're going to do well here. Let me get um, my so paper out. Okay. We're, we're going to go uh, all, all the way, uh, starting uh, 20, 20 years ago, who won the Pearl Islands musket shooting final six immunity challenge? I believe, I, I don't know what the reward was there, but I believe it was uh, Dara that is the winner of that challenge. Dara, the, the, it was actually, it was a immunity. Uh, it was a uh, immunity challenge. Dara won. Yes. So you start off with a point. You are one for one. And we are going to go uh, two seasons later now to Survivor Vanuatu. Who won the car reward challenge in Vanuatu? The car reward challenge in Vanuatu. Um. For whatever I mean, you reason, know, you know who it's not because of the uh, of the car curse. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. I for whatever reason, I feel like did Eliza win the car in Vanuatu? Eliza Orleans did win the car in Survivor Vanuatu. That is correct. You are a perfect. What was the uh, make and model? The may I cannot tell you what the make and model of Eliza's car. I could I could find out and uh, and get back to you uh, when when we record for uh, for next week when when you guys are in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, uh, but I I'll I'll find out. I'll yeah. find out. I okay. Just Question it. for you: What was? <laughs> let me reverse it for you, Jordan. In Survivor yeah. the Amazon, what was the car that Matthew won? Yeah. I okay. Was it? And that Jenna Maraska, I believe, also got as well. Okay, can you tell me? Could, was it a sedan or an SUV? It was a. It was a sedan. A sedan. Okay, so I'm going to take it. I know they did a Saturn view at one point, mm -hmm. but that was not the Amazon. I had a Saturn view, which is why I remember. Ah. That. Uh, uh, so I. I think it was like. Was it some sort of like Subaru? Maybe. No, you're very. It was also a Saturn, which I oh, believe uh, are no longer uh, being made. No, they they do not make yes. them anymore. It was a Saturn Ion. A Saturn Ion. Okay. <laughs> 
I, I don't even know if I knew that was a car. So I, yes. I, I did not know. I, yes. I I think a long time ago at some point on Twitch, I'm pretty sure we did do the which person won which car. Which person won, won which car. Yeah, it is on the Survivor Wiki. Uh, Eliza won the Pontiac G6. But uh, oh. the funniest ones are like the cars that are no longer being made. Like, like the, the Pontiac view. Aztec. Who who won the Saturn? I remember the Saturn view. I think it was won by somebody. Yeah, I it was liked. in Marquesas. And then I believe Rosie was it O'Donnell. Sean, was it gave, Sean? Ro- yes, Sean won it. And then Rosie Sean O'Donnell Rector. gave okay. the whole cast a Saturn view. I don't know if uh, Sean got a second Saturn view. Uh, that, that's I think he should. I mean, like if he won the first one now, he could, he could give he could give the Saturn to a friend or, or uh, a loved one or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, as I do. I do. Saturn this does Ion, ring a bell. Uh, the worst car to be given away on Survivor. Uh, maybe other than Amber got uh, the like she got like uh, like a, a kind of a, a crappy like Boston Rob got a, a Chevy uh, Colorado and then Amber got like some like very crappy like coupe. Okay, so yeah, well, I mean, the the thing is though, she didn't even have to w- win the challenge though, so I guess mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. Uh, she was she was gifted the uh, uh the the other car, so yeah. Um, I will we'll get more into the uh the who won which which car. Maybe that'll be a future uh game game that we do on Twitch. Yeah, probably maybe the the hardest game we'll ever do because who cares? <laughs> uh, but let's let's go to question number three. You're a perfect two for two. Yeah. Who won the Cook Islands Family Reward Challenge at the final seven? The Cook Islands Family Reward Challenge. Um, I am going to say that that winner was Eliza. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry par- uh, Parvati, Parvati. Okay, Eliza uh, did not play Cook yes, Islands, but yes, you, you yes. did correct yourself in time. Parvati, yes, yes, yes I, did, I, I was. I looked at my paper where I wrote down Eliza. Uh, Parvati, yes, it, it was. It was Parvati. Uh, she brought Adam and Sundra and their loved ones with with her on the reward. So yes, that is correct. You are three for three. I believe she had also well like cut her game. finger right before that challenge. That sounds that sounds right. I believe they went to some some sort of uh, some sort of like cave with a waterfall. It was a pretty, definitely better than the uh, the sanctuary where where good things apparently <laughs> happen. Um, so, so yeah, sometimes uh, traumatic things happen at the sanctuary, like we saw last night. Yeah. Uh, but okay, question number four. Uh, we're we're go sticking with a family reward. Who won the Survivor China family reward at the final six? Um. Who won the Survivor China Family Reward? Okay. Um, boy. Final six. So there's not a, not a lot of options. This is maybe the tough the, the toughest one to remember on the quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that the winner was Goat Boy Eric. Goat Boy Eric's mom was out there, but they did not win. It was Denise, Denise. and her husband, her husband Robert. So uh, I, I included this one. I've actually watched an episode of Survivor with Denise wow. and Robert. Not not just them. It, it was it was at a, a viewing party in Boston that I went to once. Robert was a very nice guy, and I, and I uh, I wanted to include that one uh, because of my nice conversation I once had with husband Robert. So that that is incorrect. You're three for four. Uh, there are eight of these total, uh, and I believe I, you're, you're going to need six total okay. uh, points to, to win okay. this game. So you're three for four. You are on pace for the win. Um, we are going to go now to Survivor Nicaragua, who won the reward challenge at the Nicaragua Final Seven and went back on a promise to take Sash on the reward, <laughs> instead taking two other players. Hmm. Who reneged the deal with Sash? Who reneged on the deal with Sash? This is uh, a big, a big point in the episode. 
big point in the episode. And so this is going to be following, uh, I'm going to say, was it Chase Rice? Chase Rice, uh, known, known for uh, being a flip-flopper in a lot of different points in the game. Chase Rice is correct. Uh, he, re- he reneged on the deal. He took uh, Holly and Jane. He wanted to, to hang out with... Uh, with his uh, two two buddies, two mm-hmm. southern buddies. Well, Holly's not really southern; she's very northern, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, he t- he took uh, he took Holly and Jane. Shash was not so happy, uh, but uh, they end up voting together, and Benry uh, goes goes out in this episode. Um, you have uh, four points. Uh, you need two two more for the win. Um, and let's go to a, a season that uh, I really enjoy, and I know you do too. Uh, there was a lot of crying on last night's Survivor 45 episode, but nobody cried more than Lisa Welchel mm-hmm. at the Philippines Love One visit when she got to see her brother, Justice. Justice. Sister. Sister. Yeah. Uh, who who won the family reward challenge and chose, chose to share the reward with Lisa. So Lisa did not win. She was chosen to, mm-hmm. to go on the reward, uh, to, to spend more time with Justice. Yeah. Uh, not who Robbie Chosen Anderson. Yeah. Um, I am going to say that I believe it was Malk who won Malk. the re- family reward. Yes, Malk and his brother did win the challenge. So you are one point away from the win. Good job, uh, sister. You could, who who wouldn't want to spend more time with with uh, just, Justice Welchel, mm-hmm. uh, who, who Jeff Probst referred to as a, a good looking kid. Okay. Yeah, I just watched the scene. Uh, okay, question number seven. Uh, we're going to go to San Juan del Sur. At the San Juan, del, San Juan del Sur final eight, Jeff got mad at the five players remaining in the Coconut Shop Challenge, who at that point were the majority alliance. Yep. Jeff realized that they were trying to rig it and therefore stop the challenge and declared which player who inevitably would have won the rig challenge the winner. Yeah, uh, he did kind of get mad. He's like, All right, you know what? Fine. I don't care. I do these challenges for you guys. Why don't you just tell me who you want to win. I don't care. We'll do it. Let's not waste our time. Yeah, here. let's not waste our time. Um, who did they then... Uh, did they make it so... Was... Missy the winner? Uh, Missy? Who's Missy? Um... I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm quoting, oh. quoting Stephen Fishback. Okay. We know who I know who I know who Missy is, and Missy is the correct answer to this question. So now, you win you, the you game. Don't make me look, Jordan. That uh, my memory is not what it used to be. Don't who's, don't make me second guess myself like that. Who's the, who? Well, he did say who's Muffin actually. Yes, he said who's Muffin. Yeah. Yes. Who's who's Muffin? Muffin Missy. I believe he said correct. Muffin. I said well, who's Muffin? Who's Muffin? Yes, I misquoted. But okay, you you have won the game. The last question, I think I think you would get it. Uh, who who won the loved ones challenge where they had to pick the rocks in Survivor HHH, which is maybe the worst challenge in Survivor history. They had okay. to pick the same color rock as their loved one. Do you know who it was? Who was the ultimate winner of it? Um, who was the I, winner of the challenge? I believe it was uh, Chrissy Hoffbeck uh, yes. won the challenge. Yes, and this is, that, that well, is to what right. you're referring to. <laughs> what does Muffin think uh, though? Like, who's Muffin? Yeah. Yeah, still on the still on the soundboard. One of one of the greatest moments in RHAP <laughs> history. For sure, for and, sure. And th- this might be one of the greatest moments in Twitch history because you have won the game seven out of eight points. Great job. Uh, and we are going to now. We have one more thing. We didn't do it last week. I was a little bit stuffed after Thanksgiving and didn't get it done. But we have the verbal Revis coming okay. back. All right. So we have Guatemala Cindy kept this for herself instead of giving one to each member of her tribe this week in Survivor history. Pontiac Torrent. <laughs> it was the Pontiac Torrent, yes. But what is a Pontiac Torrent? <laughs> crappy plus, car. It is a car, yes. Uh, <laughs> plus, 
the woman with the nicest eyes in the Pearl Islands, at least according to a local merchant. Okay. Uh, Trish? Trish, yes. Minus the first and last initials of the guy who once famously said, clack, 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 clack. <laughs> the, okay. All right. Okay. Yes. You know, I think we know who that is. Um, the first... <laughs> The first and last initials of the guy. Oh no, I, I just did that one. Plus Ed, Edna from South Pacific from South Pacific's last last name. Nice, <laughs> nice. Right. I, I should have put the should have yeah. put the nice in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What is Ed, Edna's last name from South Pacific? Okay. And and from Shark Tank. Yes. Um, plus the medevac survivor whose tweaked back was thankfully all right after the season. Hmm. Uh, plus the first letter of the disaster yellow tribe of this season. Okay. So, okay. So what do we have? We got, you got the car. You okay. got Trish. Who, what are the initials? But we're minusing the initials from, tr- from okay. Trish. Okay. So we have a car. We have Trish minus TR, uh, Ma, yeah. Pat, L, friend of the podcast, Karishma Patel. Friend of the podcast, Karishma Patel, voted out this week in Survivor history uh, after after doing a lot of fun things, including uh, uh, playing an idol, saving herself at the, the previous vote on her yep. season. Yes, Karishma is the correct answer. And you have, yeah, you have won a, the game. You got the Purple Rebus. That's true. Oh, that's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, at the final eight episode. of Survivor 39. We, we were we were all there, all there together. In, in, uh, was that was that in New York? You were not there. You were not there. Was in what, what, Bre- was Brea, California, where we just were I a was, couple of weeks ago. I was not in Brea. I haven't been to California in a long time. I got to get back there at some mm-hmm. point. But you have won. Karishma Patel is correct, uh, and and uh, you have won the game and got the verbal rebus. Right. Congratulations, Rob. Jordan. Well done. Uh, coming back on a short week here after we did uh, the exit interview with Kendra on Monday. So a uh, great job by you, Jordan. And so. Thank you so much for checking out our exit interview podcast here with Bruce and Jordan Kalish and Jordan. Uh, where can people keep up with you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jordan Kalish. And I always like to uh, throw in the the viewing party that I do in New York City. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't I couldn't be at Brea, California, but every week I'm in New York City, baby. And, and we're watching Survivor together. A lot of patrons, a lot of fans. Sometimes we even get some some former Survivor players showing up uh, and some sometimes even uh, current Survivor players showing up. I don't uh, who, who knows. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all everything, everything that's going on, Rob. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We've got uh, plenty more coming up with Steven plus uh, Bryce on the feedback show. Uh, Be checking in with Gordon Holmes, a Survivor Q&A with Mari Forth plus everything else on the network. Make sure you're subscribed. Go to robinswebsite.com slash subscribe. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.